When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Woo! It is time for the Bad Moms Club on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. This is Bradley Trainer, and uh, we are convening the Bad Moms Club. So apparently I'm a bad mom. Join the club, honey. Bad moms, bad moms. What you gonna do? What you gonna do when they cry for you? Bad moms, bad moms. What you gonna do? What you gonna do when they cry for you? This is Bad Moms Club on the Colleen and Bradley Show. All moms are good until proven bad through public shaming on the radio. And then they're part of the club. All right, so we're right, going to do it a do little bit. Week? We're going to do it a little bit differently this week. I'm going to tell you what made me a bad mom this week. And if you can relate to this specific thing, give us a call at 651-641-1071. It starts with a question. Okay. Is it totally inappropriate to share pieces of your child's life on social media? 651 I struggle with this. Well, I guess it all depends on A, how old is your child? B, what are you posting? And C, depending on the age of the child, do they, you know, have they given you permission? So, this is what happened this week. It and it oddly, it all sort of like fell into place in this bizarre way. On Saturday, we were talking to some friends, and I told a story about this video that I had posted years ago of my daughter and my son, my twins, when they were teeny, teeny, tiny tots. And my daughter used to get very upset that she had a dress, that she wanted her dresses to spin. And if they didn't spin properly, she would melt down. Oh, sure. And one time I happened to be taking video of it. And at the same time, her brother, her twin brother, was also having a separate meltdown. And it just was sort of a slice of life moment that I had on video that kind of was what I was living at the time, right? And I put it on Facebook and I was telling a friend about this and my daughter was there and she goes, I want you to delete that. She's eight now. And this was a video when she was about two. So she's seen the video. Oh, yeah. I mean, because we show them they always want to watch videos of themselves. So we often will go back and, and go watch these little clips. Yeah. So she knew the video. Okay. Well, then it just so happened that the other day it showed up in my memories. Mm-hmm. So we just talked about it on Saturday. I hadn't thought about it in years. And we just talked about it on Saturday and it showed up in my memories. And so I shared it again because it was such, again, a slice of life moment in a place where I don't, I am not any longer. And uh, my daughter was sitting next to me and I was like, oh, Tilly, you have to see this. It's so funny. Come and watch this. And she goes, did you just, is that on Facebook? And I was like, yeah. And she was like, delete it. And 
I didn't. Oh my God, why not? <sighs> I don't know that I have a good answer for that. Honestly. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, what would prevent you from just being like, she doesn't want it on there, I'll take it off. Partly because I don't know where it is other than there. So it's like, kind like I don't know where I've saved it yeah, in the world. You can take it off Facebook. Can I save it from Facebook? What do you mean, save it from Facebook? Like on my computer. You can make it not public. Oh, you can just change the... Okay, see, there you yeah. are with your understanding things. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure that it'll let you download uh, the video. If it's a video, mm-hmm. presumably you can download it, but... Yeah, I mean, I mean, I suppose I can do it. I, you know, honestly, I feel like there people are all so quick to share the 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 ha- shiny happy moments on Facebook. Yeah, and they don't necessarily share the like actual reality. And that was a slice of actual reality. Yeah, but, but now she's at an age. I, I I don't think it's about like like the fact that the video is or is not appropriate to share. I think it's more about like, here's a, a moment where your daughter is advocating for herself and you right. can, you're totally, and you're, when you put it that especially way, especially for a child at that age and in this environment, yes. Don't you want her to be like very clear about what is acceptable to share? And the, Absolutely. I will say you should almost take her out for ice cream because the fact that she would advocate for herself on her own, instead of just like bottling that up and holding Correct. resentment against you is pretty awesome. Okay. That I feel sufficiently <laughs> like I. No, you just no, had to think it through. I know, all. but and I should have probably by now. Okay, six five one six four one one zero seven one. If you have any, if you can relate to that or have any thoughts about it, Krista does, and Krista's on the line. Hi, Krista. Hi. Yes, I would agree with Bradley. I'm a mother of one. I have one child who's five years old, um, and when he was really small, I posted a photo of him crying on Facebook, and it was like, "Ha ha, this is what happens when the Knicks lose." It was like a sports chat because his dad's a Knicks fan. Okay, so my mother calls me, and she's like, you and your cousins need to stop posting pictures of the grandchildren crying or dress up, you know, dress up funny or silly. They're going to get old, and they're going to see that, and they're going to get mad at you. So I took it down. So I'm a happy-go-lucky mom. Like, my Instagram and Facebook, my kid's smiling all throughout it, and life looks perfect, and it isn't. I mean, he's five, so trust me, he's a challenge. Mm-hmm. But I, you know, there's a point where I will decide if it's my personal life, like, oh, I spilled coffee on my white blouse, and I'm posting myself mm-hmm. in my mess of a morning. That's one thing. But when it comes to my child, um, you know, they're at these ages now where their opinions about themselves really do matter, and it, it is impactful to them to be able to decide if that should, should or should not be on social media. Mm-hmm. No, you're That's totally, absolutely right, Krista. You make a lot of sense. And, yeah, and as our society changes, us as parents will understand a little better. Like, every single day, every single post is a new experience as a mom. I think we all, we all have our moments where it's good and bad, or people have something to say or they don't. Um, so, yeah, that's... <laughs> Thank you very much, Krista, for 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 that thought. Now, and okay, so and I'm not trying to like be difficult, but then I start to think about it in this way. Like there are often times I will tell stories about my kids, and sometimes they're ones that I tell over and over and over again from when they were infants or whatever, and I share them with people. Mm-hmm. Sometimes in a group setting, um, sometimes as a way of like relating because parenting is a hard job and all too often people are playing their highlight reels and I think it helps connect people when you can tell true stories about things that actually happened in your life and my kids will go I hate that story that embarrasses me please don't tell that story and I I I struggle with that too because it's like okay I understand that that is an embarrassing story to you 
And sometimes I won't identify which child it was. I think you're there's you're talking about a lot of different things. So right now you're talking about a very specific video that your daughter knows is on Facebook and that bothers her and she wants you to take it mm-hmm. off. I think that seems pretty easy. Um, like she doesn't want it. You want to reinforce that she has control over that kind of stuff. Great. Done. Mm-hmm. If it's you telling a story, then that seems a little more vague. Right. Like if you're telling a story about your child, that's your story. That's not, you know, giving away personal information or identifying information or, you know, shaping her image in any way other than, um, you know, that you would tell a story about her to your friends. That said, again, it's one of those things where if she's advocating for herself and she sees that, then maybe you have the conversation and then you decide to take it down. It doesn't mean that you can't ever talk about your kids, though. Right. Right. No. And but I do. I see. I think I see those two things as far more similar um, than you might, because it's still it's the same. It's 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 just a verbal image of them. It's not a, a actual picture of them, but it's a story about them. It's a story about something they did or said or something. And if they, add, I don't know. Anyway, the the point is, I still noodle about this stuff, and I think about it um, all the time. And often, it, it is it, it can either make me feel like a terrible mom. Or I can just feel like a regular mom. I mean, the fact that you're thinking about it does not mean you're a terrible mom. People make mis- you know make mistakes or make different choices. I mean, the other thing that I imagine a lot of parents would go through is that uh, if it's nine years ago uh, or eight years ago or however many years ago when you're posting this stuff, the, the world that we were posting to was a far different place. Right. And so having these moments come up and you have now a point of reflection and you maybe have a different point of view, is that's totally fine. You don't know what... Maybe five years from now, you know, people have decided we never post about kids hmm. and then you'll learn that. But That's it's true. I don't think you have to know from the beginning what the right answer is. <sighs> Parenting, man, it's not for the faint of heart. I can tell you that right now. All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, Leah Remini is speaking out against the critics of her new project that we told you about yesterday. We're going to tell you again about that project and also what the critics are saying and what Leah is saying back. On the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. So Leah Remini is speaking out against critics of her new project. Uh, and we're telling you what she's saying on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That is Bradley Trainer. Um, and let's remind everybody what her new project is, Brad. So yesterday we talked about the fact that uh, Leah Remini would be producing a uh, series, a special series to come after the latest season of her current unscripted series for Annie called Scientology in the Aftermath. And this particular special series uh, will focus on not Scientology. It will focus on Jehovah's Witnesses. That uh, is, you know, a religion like Scientology. And um, that was a little weird yesterday because we were like, hmm, what does Leah Remini know about Jehovah's Witness? Well, doing a little reading, it was clear that she, uh, like her series on Scientology, would address issues uh, of people being shunned from their families and some other questionable tactics by members of the Jehovah's Witness Church. But we didn't know much more than that. And that led to a lot of people criticizing her like, why are you attacking religion? Why are you coming after religion? And today we now know from her own words how she addresses that particular critique. Right. Yes. So here is the tweet that she sent out. Um, when was this? Uh, it was the, the yeet uh, yesterday. 
Yes. But to, what were those words? We yesterday. <laughs> okay. We are not. Uh, we are not attacking religious beliefs. We are attacking the abusive policies and practices of those who hide behind the shield of religion and giving voice to those who have suffered. Hopefully, to prevent more suffering in the future. So what she's saying is, it's not that I'm going after Jehovah's Witness as an or, uh, as a church. Because of its beliefs, I'm going after it because people have come to her, Mm -hmm. uh, much like the people who've come to her from Scientology that she obviously had a closer connection to about practices that have led to people being shunned and other, um, you know, other heinous policies that have, you know, maybe either broken families apart. Again, we'll learn all of this in the series itself. Mm -hmm. But she kind of is dealing with it head on, which is awesome because... You know, I think that's a valid question. Like, why? What are you doing this for? Absolutely. And, you know, I, I will say, like, I, I there's this, I have, an, I have an admiration for people who speak truth about how certain, certain par- facets of organized religions, and I say this, I don't know why I feel like I have to qualify this by saying I say this as a person of faith who belongs to an organized religion, that that oftentimes certain facets of an organized religion will happily stand behind the religion to help excuse mm, some wrongdoing, yeah. right? Oh, that sure. it happens it happens and has happened since the dawn of time. I think it actually probably benefits those religions in some way to acknowledge those behaviors because that is one of the reasons why people uh, shun organized religion Mm -hmm. in these days, Mm -hmm. right? Because they see inconsistencies. They make judgments based on those inconsistencies. Um, That's one of many reasons why people either go to or away from religion, but religion saying, you know, it's because of your religion oftentimes is code for you can't touch this. Not like MC Hammer, but you can't talk about this because it's because of the religion or we do this for our religion. Yeah. And uh, I will say Leah Remini on her Twitter account, she dealt with a a number of criticisms people had, some of which people removed because they obviously were like, oops, got played by Leah Remini. Again, Leah Remini, for those of you who don't know, she's an ex-Scientologist who was a very uh, famous member of Scientology, obviously, because of her celebrity on TV. And they used that. The Church of Scientology did. Uh, until she had had enough and realized maybe she was a part of an organization that was not being very healthy. So she went on and did this very successful expose about the church, which, by the way, is currently in its third season, which they're not done with. Mm -hmm. And she addresses that in one particular criticism that somebody on Twitter had by saying, uh, well, the person said, LOL, finish exposing Scientology before moving on. You can't speak to something you've never been a part of. And Leah simply responded, I'm not speaking. The victims are, and we're not done with Scientology. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer. All lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. 
What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Apology because season three is underway. So again, she's really saying like, I'm just giving you the opportunity to hear from these people who claim to have been uh, affected in some way negatively by, in this case, um, the uh, the Jehovah's Witness church. I, yeah. And, you know, I almost think hearing you kind of share those thoughts that that she's sharing on her Twitter page helps crystallize for me the fact that I think if you don't, if you haven't seen her show, Scientology in the Aftermath, you could easily assume that she's sharing her story and bringing other people in to help confirm it. That is not what she's doing with that show, nor has it ever been. It happens that she is, uh, is, is interested in Scientology because she left Scientology, but she's not doing this show to share her own story. She's doing this show to highlight the stories of others. And so I appreciate the fact that she's able to make that distinction and then share why that why that is um, so eloquently. And that's one of the things I think Leah Remini does so well. Well, and she also realizes the power of her voice. And mm-hmm. so what she's di- decided to do is use her celebrity to shine a light on the things that, you know, maybe she wasn't directly affected by, but the people who, you know, bought into the same, you know, religion that she did were affected by. So Mm -hmm. that, you know, she didn't have to do that. Yeah. She actually had her own reality series. You'll remember before this, that didn't have anything to do with the church of Scientology. No, it was literally just her family living their lives. And in fact, she went, she went, uh, you know, to great lengths, I think to avoid commenting on Scientology until it became clear that she was going to be a, a, a target. Now, I would imagine also that before we rush to judgment that some of her critics are, you know, people from uh, Jehovah's Witness, mm-hmm. who may be a field defensive about what she's talking about. Sure. I wouldn't be surprised if actually some of those uh, people attacking her were actually people from the Church of Scientology. Oh, probably, because yeah. they really want to take her down. And, and uh, this is just another... And we know that that's like their... Way that's they can do it. what they do. That's their MO. All right, when we come back here on the Colleen and Bradley show, we've got Lord and Lady D-Bag for you. And mine is actually a D-Bag update. Do, do, I would do, like do, to un bag somebody. Oh. Yeah, oh. at first, I think. After this, on My Talk 1071. Celebrities behaving badly. We've become accustomed to it on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. We call those celebrities behaving badly. Lord and Lady D-Bag. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Well, I don't think I've ever done this before, but I would like to un-D-Bag yesterday's D-Bag. Oh, what happened? Well, I mean, I don't want to like totally take their D-Bag away, but I'll just put them on notice. So yesterday I made the movie Show Dogs. My D bag, oh, yeah, gross, right? Ugh. Because you heard the story of uh, how they had um, a lot of people up in arms, specifically the National Center on Sexual Exploitation, because of a scene that they included in this PG movie, mm-hmm. where uh, the show dog was being having their genitalia inspected by the uh, show dog association. Because that's a thing. It's a long story. Apparently, it really is a thing. But in the movie, the show dog um, has to go to a happy place to deal with the discomfort of having their bits and pieces fondled. Um, And it was all in the name of good humor. Ha ha ha. (laughs) Right. But, of course, the National Center on uh, Sexual Exploitation and also many people across the world were upset by it because this mimics grooming techniques that... 
sexual predators actually use telling people to go to a happy place to relax themselves and then it will soon be over and they'll be rewarded Mm -hmm. uh, in other ways right well global road entertainment who is responsible for show dogs originally kind of defended the decision to put that in the movie Oh yeah they're like we're not doing anything yeah don't worry about it well now They've changed their tune. Uh, oh. In a statement released to Deadline, they say this. Global Road Entertainment says, quote, Responding to concerns raised by moviegoers and some specific organizations, Global Road Entertainment has decided to remove two scenes from the film Show Dogs that some have deemed not appropriate for children. The company takes these matters very seriously and remains committed to providing quality entertainment for the intended audiences based on film's ratings. We uh, apologize to anyone who feels the original version of Show Dogs sent an inappropriate message. The revised version of the film will be available for viewing I mean, nationwide starting this weekend. This movie got way more attention than it ever would have otherwise. So uh, good on yeah. you. Exactly. You know, exactly. Because can I just tell you what the the Rotten Tomatoes rating is 21%. Yeah. I mean, this movie is going to bomb regardless of whether those film. I mean, it probably got more viewers now that... Uh, they made a controversy. Yeah. This is one of those movies that makes me sad that it even exists. Yeah. Like a lot of money and talent mm-hmm. and time. People. People <laughs> went into making something yeah, like this. Yeah, talk about talent. Can I tell you who some of And, you know, you are speaking, of course, of the entire production. Correct. Not only the stars, but can I just tell you the names of some of the stars? Will Arnett is in it. Stanley Tucci. Alan Cumming. Yeah, that, that's Natasha what we Leon. call, I think, in the business, a money grab. Yeah, mm-hmm. because they just showed up to a studio for a couple of days and like, oh, bah, 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 no, bah. but there are live people in it. It's one of those mixed uh, where there's like but actual so, like, human people. There's like, I'm, then, I would assume some of the bigger names are probably the voices of the dogs. But it wasn't even that much of a money grab because I'm looking at Wikipedia and show dogs allegedly had a budget of only five point five million dollars. I feel like that is wrong. Yeah. Again, they're like, what are you doing Wednesday? Yeah. Want to make some extra cash? Okay. So that was fun. So I I would like to take um, the debate back, but also you're on notice, Global Road Entertainment. (laughs) What else have they made? God only knows. Uh, You know, honestly, I don't think that they've done a lot. It's a fairly new entity. Okay. Maybe it Mm -hmm. won't be around very long. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Who do you have? Oh, they have a new movie. Sorry. Before you go on. Oh, what? Hotel Artemis is okay. out June 8th. Jodie Foster is. is in that. Oh. Again, it's another it's another movie where people get to make money to go. Okay. okay. Now maybe they should um, maybe they should take a peek at that movie before they release it and make sure there aren't any, you know, bad decisions in it. So mm-hmm. speaking of bad decisions, I wanna my D-bag today is a masseuse. Oh, it's uh, also a John TV Travolta show. strikes again? No, oh, not okay. a masseur. Okay. Uh, a masseuse. Uh, a female in this case, and I want to tell you the story. This this is the headline. The Bachelorette's Meredith Phillips says she was drugged and sexually assaulted during the show's filming. Wait, what? Wait, what? That seemed kind of like breaking news, yeah. don't you think? Yeah. Well, so I, I dug into the story, and by that I mean I read it on Jezebel, and um, she was the star of The Bachelorette's second season in 2004. Production took place way back in 2003. Well, she claimed yesterday... That she was sexually assaulted by a female masseuse during filming of the show. Um, she alleged during a, a podcast with Steve Carbone. 
That's Reality Steve, who you do know. <gasps> oh, yeah. Right? Or Carboni. I don't know. Anyway, I wonder if he's the pizza guy. I was, yeah, I was uh, wondering too. She, she says that she told him she was assaulted by a woman whom producers brought in after she'd complained of fatigue. Wow, that must be rough. I'm fatiguey. Um, excuse me. Would you like a massage? I'll be complaining about fatigue in yeah. just a few moments to our... It doesn't work that way here. Darn it. Lori and Julia tried. That's true. Uh, she said of the attack, quote, and, you know, I'm sorry, but we're just going to have to do this. She was hired to give me a massage, and she said, I'm going to give you a pill. I just assumed it was an aspirin or something to loosen up my back or a Tylenol or something, and it wasn't that, that's for sure. The last thing I remember is she got naked and was in the tub with me rubbing my neck and rubbing areas she probably shouldn't have. Then I was put in bed. I woke up naked. I don't remember much. I wasn't even drinking. Okay. So I have some questions from follow-up questions for her. One of them is, have you learned something since this experience? That is to advocate for yourself and to not, again, I'm not victim shaming, but right. like if somebody offers you a pill and they're not a doctor, don't take it. Mm-hmm. Even doctors don't generally give pills. They give you prescriptions for pills. Mm-hmm. And then you go to the pharmacy mm-hmm. and then they give you a, a piece of paper that tells you what interactions you're going to have when you take this. Right. And then you decide if you're going to take it. Mm-hmm. So that's all I want to say about that. Yeah. And but- if the a- interaction <laughs> is... You're going to not remember a lot of stuff and you might wake up. I'm naked in the tub giving you a rub. If that's a side effect, that's not, you don't want that. Yeah, but I don't want to, I don't want to victim shame. So I will simply say that is horrible. What happened to her? And the, the reason I, and remember, she's not the D bag. The woman who's doing this is the D bag. As is, I think in this case, the bachelorette or at least the, the, production the production company. Yeah. Not not her the bachelorette. <laughs> no. It's very confusing. Yes. So, um this incident allegedly took place at the bachelorette mansion where the show was being taped. Now, she said and this really this is where you you just you totally get it because I can see where somebody's like I'm fatigued and they're like massage and you're like okay and she's like here take this. I wouldn't do that, but I could see somebody doing that, right? And then weird thing happens, and then you're like, oh my God, did I just do that to myself? Did I put myself right. in that position? Did I give her permission to do this? I don't know. Why did I take this pill? I'm sure she's beating herself up. She said afterward, um, uh, she said after after this all happened, that she debated whether to speak up and ultimately decided against it. Quote, I didn't speak of it until later because I felt weird about it. I felt violated. So I didn't know what to say or how to say it. I mean, how do you bring that up? I kind of felt like I held it in for a long time because in a weird way, I wanted to protect the franchise, which is just a horrible thing to like. Why would I don't know? Anyway, um, I will tell you that at least uh, as of the reporting of this particular story in Jezebel, ABC and Warner Brothers TV have not yet commented on her accusations. Um, you'll remember, of course, though, it was just last summer that Warner Brothers mm-hmm. lost an invent- launched an investigation into an accusation of sexual misconduct on the Bachelor in Paradise set. Yes. That investigation did not turn up any misconduct, and the show continued. So I'm very curious to hear how they respond to this, because As this seems I. pretty straightforward also. Where is this woman? Yeah, that's what I want to know. she is giving people pills, Bill Cosby style. I have so many questions. 
Don't ever take. Can we just all agree? Well, I think from, from here from on day, out, yes. This day forward, from, from today, we ain't taking your pill. Thursday, May twenty fourth, two thousand eighteen. We. The hosts and listeners of the Colleen and Bradley show on my talk 1071 do hereby solemnly pledge never to put a pill in our mouths that we that is not from a bottle with our own name on it. You know, it's like those those chastity pledges where you wear a bracelet. Yeah. And it's like, I'm not going to have sex before marriage. Let's just all agree as a a group. We are not taking pills Mm -mm. without a prescription. Thank you. No pills without a prescription. And and masseuses cannot... Uh, prescribe. This is 100% true. Also, I... Well, no, I'm not going to say it. What? Because the majority of masseuses are good people and they oh, yeah, are... of course. And they follow, you know, the masseuse rules of America. That's not a thing. But, you know, sometimes they do that thing where they put the essential oils on their hands and they go, okay, just breathe in. That's the noise that it makes when they put it well, in their hands. And that, is, like, that is a mighty essential oil. Yeah, no kidding. But then they do that thing. Yeah. And then sometimes before they start rubbing you... They put it under your face and they go, okay, just breathe in. Yeah. I don't want to because <gasps> I don't know. Is what that chloroform? I don't oh, know what that is. What are you? Huffing? What am I huffing? I, you can okay, say you this. Ready? Little... I'll help everybody. You can just say, I prefer not to huff. Thank you. And then just go on with the massage. I huff. Look, I see this. I, I do think that uh, this is why things like this are so important and, and to be all in all serious. This is why things like this are so important to deal with in the moment because that is a vulnerable space. Yes, like you I are am naked on naked on a tiny little table, and mm-hmm. I am letting you put your hands in places that very few have mm-hmm. the pleasure of of uh, exploring. Yes. So yes, and if you are doing it in a sound fashion, I will allow you to continue to explore. Yeah, but you're on notice. Everybody, high alert. I also get nervous because I fall asleep sometimes in massages. Oh, my God. I traveled oh, yeah. to another universe the last massage I got, you guys. It, I literally, my third eye opened. I was traveling into... <laughs> the space-time continuum like, rippled. <laughs> and then I woke up, and God only knows what happened. But I was... Oh, it felt so good. Well, we have to go to another dimension as well. When we come back, it's one forty-five, which means... It's time for the throwback live. Oh, Stay tuned to see God. who wins today on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Well, it's 145, which means it's time on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. It's time for the throwback live at 145. I feel the need, the need for speed. Well, a, a boy's best friend is his mother. I love the smell of night pump in the morning. Oh, righty then. It's Throwback Live. Oh, you betcha, yeah. At 1.45. Go ahead. Make my day. Here's Holly Rogers. Oh, boy, it's a big day. It's a huge day. It's why? a huge day on the Throwback Live at 1.45. But before I tell you why, let's explain how the game works. We'll play five vintage pop culture audio clips. The first to identify three correctly wins a Throwback Live at 1.45. Bradley Trainer. Yeah, Bradley, just like that buzzes in by yelling out his name, as does Colleen. Mm -hmm. Now, the reason it's a really big day in the Throwback Live at 145, it's because our grand victory tally is tied. Yes! (gasps) That means that total... Yeah. Bradley Trainer has won... I know, you tried your best. 27. Gave it a good shot. Total Throwbacks Live, and I have also... One twenty-seven total 
Throwbacks Live. Thank you. One day at a time. That's what I say. Here we go. All right. Let's get right to it. Here is our first vintage pop culture audio clip. Colleen Bradley, please identify this. Bradley Trainer. Bradley. Is that Dukes a Hazard? Oh, crap. I'll keep playing just for you, Colleen. New Mexico. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mm -hmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Colleen? Can I guess after she doesn't get it? Yeah, but you won't get the All point. Right, but Colleen, fine. please give a educated guess. An <sighs> educated guess. I mean, I was thinking it was like that I've Been Everywhere song. No. Is but that gonna, it's not. Well, is that your answer? Yeah, sure. Bradley? I, I don't remember the exact name, but it's called like, you know, like 10-4 Good Buddy or it's like the it's like the uh, CB radio song. I don't know. Like it's semi-trucking. The There's something like truckers and CB radios. What is it? We got a great big convoy. Boy! Oh, dang yeah, it. I knew it. Okay, can I tell yeah, you a story about that? I saw that movie at Loring Park like when I was a teenager. Well, and good I that did you. thought, I, yeah, because right. you know why? I thought nobody else knew that movie. Because <laughs> I thought it was just a dumb movie that they played in the park that night. Song was very popular back in the day, Colleen. <laughs> I learned right. that now. Thank We're you very much. St- we are still tied in today's throwback live at one forty-five. You went deep on that. I don't. That's, that's a deep yeah, track. That was a deep well, track. here's the thing: is the grand victory tally total is tied right mm-hmm. now? Got to make you guys work a little bit. So, moving on to our second right. vintage pop culture audio clip, Colleen Bradley, please identify this. It's a it's a theme song for something. I'm gonna say Veep. Uh, oh, it's driving me nuts. Bradley, you want to uh, guess? Um, Make an educated guess. An educated guess. Can you play it again, please? All right, we'll start it from the beginning.
Adam. I don't, Adam. I don't know what it say is. Say something, Bradley. Um, I would say it's... Um, yeah, I don't know. Sorry. Is, is it Arrested Development? No! Parks and Recreation. Parks and Rec, that's right. We used to sing Jabba the Hutt to it. <laughs> My gosh. All right. So Jabba the nobody, Hutt. Jabba the Hutt. This might be a Jabba tie after oh. all. This might be a tie because no one's getting any points Dang in today's it. throwback right, live at 145. Let's move on to our going. third vintage pop culture audio clip. What is this? Colleen. That is from Goonies. Oh, God. That is Sloth. Thank you. Yes, I would that say that sloth. was very close. That was very close, but Colleen got it before you. That's true. Mm-hmm. I have one point! All right, Colleen Lindstrom has a point, but Bradley, it's oh. anybody's game. Don't worry about it. We're going to move on to our fourth vintage pop culture audio clip. Please correctly identify this. Check it out with an adult you know. Remember, Bradley Trainer. Bradley? That's uh, McGruff the Crime Dog. Uh. I'll keep playing. Just, I'll so start too. it again. Hold on a second. Here we go. Check it out with an adult you know. Remember, a stranger can mean danger. Now I know. And knowing is half the battle. That's G.I. Joe. Knowing is, is half, half the, the battle. battle. Oh, yes. Two points for me. All right. Now, let's see if Bradley Trainer can stay in the game with the fifth vintage pop culture audio clip. Okay. Let's move on. Here we go. Here it is. Wilson, where are you? Bradley Trainer. Bradley. That is Castaway. Oh, he said, Wilson, where are you? Yes, yes, he did. Bradley, congratulations. You got a point in the throwback live at 145. Now, here's oh. the thing. Colleen has two points. Not enough for a majority victory? I don't know. Do we want to just say we're going to determine who wins yeah. today with our bonus yeah. round vintage audio clip? Yeah. What? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, who's two to two? I don't well, have a majority. Well, let's just say whoever gets. You've won before with two points. Okay, but today. But today. The judge says. Extra special. I love the rules of this game. By the way, there are none. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> you want to play this game? Yes. All right, whoever guesses this correctly wins the throwback live at 145 and is the new champion. Here you go. Who are you? Me? Bradley Trainer. I know who I Bradley? Batman? Uh, oh. I'll play it again for Colleen from the very beginning. Who are you? Me? I know who I am. I'm a dude playing a dude disguised as another dude. I mean, it wants me to say Mr. T, but it's not. It's somebody <laughs> it playing a- Mr. T. Uh, or not. What is it? It's from Tropic Thunder. Oh, it is Robert Downey Jr. He was nominated for an Oscar for that role. Well, give Here's it to her. Here's what's going to happen. No. I said whoever guessed that one correctly wins the throwback live at 145. <laughs> Both of you are boobs. You didn't get it right. That's true. We should move on till tomorrow, Friday's edition ah! of the throwback live at 145. Okay. And whoever uh, you really wins- just want to tease this out, don't you? Well, duh, of course, Bradley, it gets people to come back tomorrow to listen. Oh, That's okay, how this thing works. They like we playing will remain, the game on their own. They're going to be just fine. We will remain tied today, and we will see who's victorious tomorrow on the Throwback Live at 145. Oh, my gosh. We were terrible today. When we come back, we are going to talk about 
this arrested development story that's been developing. It's really gross. Around Jeffrey Tambor. Stay right there. We'll be back after this.